Brethren, we have met to worship and adore the Lord our God. Will you pray with all your power while we try to preach the word? All is vain unless the Spirit of the Holy One comes down. Brethren, pray and holy. Hello and welcome to Preaching Time. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from Good Fight Baptist Ministries in the city of Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to be with me tonight to hear this message that I have for you. And I pray that it's a blessing uh, to you. I pray that it helps you to learn the Bible, learn more about the Lord, learn more about faith. Amen. Alright, so um, what I am going to do tonight is I'm going to preach on faith. And the title of the message is Faith is the victory. Faith is the victory. So, let's go to Hebrews chapter 11 verses 1 to 6. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 1 to 6. Starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says this, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it uh, he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony. That he pleased God. Verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So. Have you ever heard the saying, seeing is believing? That is totally against the Bible. But yet, many folks, even Christians, they, they have this mentality or mindset that they must see something before they will ever believe it. Today I want to show you that faith is not sight 
and sight is not faith. 2 Corinthians 5.7 Walk by faith and not by sight. See, there are two different things. In Romans 1.17 The just shall live by what? By faith. Romans 1.17 doesn't say that the just shall live by um, by seeing seeing is not believing it's not faith so my prayer is that this message tonight will help each and every one of us uh, with our faith and in turn our faith should grow uh, but let me just say right here that uh, I am not going to say alright that my faith is where it should be but by the grace of God it is stronger today than it was yesterday. Amen? So, let's, um, let's look at number one. The biblical definition of faith. That is found in Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. All right, so uh, let's let's look at the word faith, and uh, and using the law of first mention, and what that is, is that you take a word in the Bible such as faith. And you look to see the first time that that word is used. And then from the first time that it's used, that usually sets up the tone for what the word means throughout the whole Bible. But remember, always remember that context, 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 context is the most important. Alright, so um, the word faith. It is found in the Bible 247 times in 231 verses. Okay, the first being Deuteronomy 32:20 and the last being Revelation 14 verse 12. Now, I also also did a search of the word faith. Now, this is very interesting. I, I did a, a word search uh, for the word faith in the Old Testament only. And it only shows up in the Old Testament two times. Alright, Deuteronomy 32.20 and Habakkuk 2 verse 4. Alright, so 
that is very, very interesting. But let's go to Deuteronomy 32, verse 20. Deuteronomy 32, verse 20. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very forward generation, children in whom is no faith. So, faith is believing. Faith is trusting. Trusting in what God says. Alright, look at Psalms 118, verse 8. Psalms 118, verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in in man. And let's read verse 9. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Alright. Now let's go back. Let's go back to Hebrews verse 11. Or chapter 11 I mean. Okay, verse 1 again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, the substance of things hoped for. Substance, uh, there is something there to faith. It is not imaginary. There's something solid. It is not empty. Faith is never never blind it is evident even if the object of faith is not seen it will manifest itself it will make itself known through something which is the evidence trinity take the take trinity You can't see them, but you know they're real. It, it becomes so real that it can be grabbed a hold of. Amen? Look at Romans 4, verses 16 to 20. Romans 4, 16 to 20. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace, to the end that promise the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. 
As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him, whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about an hundred years old, neither yet neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. And then verse 20, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. You see hope there a few times. The hope that is not a shallow hope. It is not a trivial hope. It is not uh, going to the Lord in prayer and asking the Lord for something. And then after you get done praying, you say to yourself, Well, I hope I get what I asked for. That's not hope. That's doubt. Hope, my friends, is knowing. Hope is knowing that God is still on the throne. Hope is knowing that God hears and answers our prayers. Hope is knowing that one day Jesus Christ is going to come into those clouds. And is going to call all the saved home by name. To be with him forever and ever and ever. And hope is knowing that God cannot and will not ever tell a lie, and he will not ever break a promise. Now, the evidence of things not seen. Look at Hebrews chapter 11, verses 7 to 10. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 7 to 10. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should have, uh, after received an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundation, foundations, whose builder and maker is God. 
So evidence, evidence to prove, to make clear to the mind in such a manner that the truth can be grasped. Such as Trinity, as I mentioned. You cannot see the Trinity, but you know they are real. Amen. Noah. Noah built an ark. He had never seen rain before. But he trusted God and he believed God. And he built that ark. And he and his family got into that ark. And only he and his family were saved. Abraham. Abraham told by God to go out into a place which he should afterward receive an inheritance. He had no idea where he was going. But he had faith in God and he trusted God. And he became the father of many nations. Now you know what our substance and our evidence is? Our substance and our evidence right here. The King James Bible. Amen. You know, the, the problem is that some of us just pick and choose what we want to believe out of the Bible and what we don't. And we throw that out, that we don't believe. You know, some, some say, well, I don't believe the account of, of Adam and Eve. You know, that is just a story to, to teach a lesson. But you must, you must believe the Bible from cover to cover in order to be a Bible believer. Amen. John 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Dr. Ruckman used to say that he believed the Bible from cover to cover, including the covers. And then number two, why is faith so important? Look at Ephesians 6, 16 to start with. Ephesians 6, 16. Above all. See all, all of those, uh, the, the armor there that you have. And verse 16 says, Above all, taking the shield of what? The shield of faith. 
wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You see, the shield of faith, the shield is a general protection. You can move it around to protect you. Alright, so why above all? Why is it so important to have faith? Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, um, Catholics, they bow and they pray to these idols of stone or wood, but they cannot answer, they cannot hear. But some of them say, oh, we don't worship those. They are just visual aids. Well, how about that? Isn't a Christian supposed to walk by faith and not by sight? Now, God loves saints who walk in darkness and yet trust Him to get them through that darkness. Look at Isaiah 50, verse 10. Isaiah 50, verse 10. Who is among you that feareth the Lord, that obeyeth the voice of his servant, that walketh in darkness and hath no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and stay upon his God. Now look at Micah 7. Verse 8. Micah 7, verse 8. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Now God is pleased with those who believe Him and His Word in spite 
in spite of what anyone says or does. John 17, 17. This is Jesus Christ. And he's praying for his disciples. And he says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Look at Psalms 33, verse 4. Psalms 33, verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right. And all his works are done in truth. Psalms 56, verses 4 to 10. My heart is sore. Yeah, 56, verses 4 to 10. And God, I will praise his word. And God, I put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Every day they rest my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather themselves together. They hide themselves. They mark my steps when they wait for my soul. Shall they escape by iniquity in thine anger? Cast down the people, O God. Thou tellest my wanderings, put thou my tears into thy bottle, are they not in thy book? When I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. In God will I praise his word. In the Lord will I praise his word. Let's go verse 11. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Psalms 119 verse 11. Psalms 119 verse 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart, in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Psalms 119, 42. So shall I have wherewith to answer him that reproacheth me, for I trust in thy word. God will oftentimes allow us to be in a situation to where there seems to be no hope but to have faith in God alone. Many folks have been in situations where they have had to operate on faith in God alone without any proof of God's favor or blessing. Let's have faith in the Lord. He said and he promised that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen.
Now, a lot of times we will see the lost prospering and not suffering as much as, as we do as believers. But we must not be envious of them. All right? Look at Psalm 73. Psalm 73, verses 1 to 12. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore pride compasses them about as a chain, violence covereth them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness, they have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression, they speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongues walketh through the, through the earth. Therefore, as people return hither, and, and uh, waters of a cup, uh, full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, How doth God know? And is their knowledge in the Most High? Then verse 12, Behold, these are the ungodly whose prosper, who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. My friends, a lot of times... We as Christians, we are going to suffer a lot more than the lost. Those who are not saved. They're going to be prosperous. You know, they're, they're not going to suffer as much. But we should not be envious of them. Alright? Look at this, verse 17 and 18. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I their end. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places, thou castest them down into destruction. You see that there? So, with, with suffering... Let me just say this. Reigning with Christ in the millennium is an earned reward. And how do we earn that reward? How do we earn reigning with Christ? It is by suffering for Him. Alright, 2 Timothy 2, verse 12. 2 Timothy 2, verse 12. If we suffer, see the condition? If, 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 that is a condition. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him if we deny him he also will deny us 
Now you ask, how can we deny Christ? Look at Titus 1.16. Titus 1.16. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work reprobate. And again, let's let's not let's not go to the Lord in prayer and then ask Him for something and then say, "I hope I get what I asked for." You know, um, for the child of God, for the child of God, there is no such thing as an unanswered prayer. God answers the prayers of His children. Now think about this. We as parents, do we ignore our, our children's requests? No, we don't. We either say yes, no, or wait. That's what God does. God has those three answers for our prayers. Yes, no, or wait. And so... Getting your prayers answered is not just a yes from God. If God says no or wait, He still has answered our prayers. Amen. But when it comes to prayer, we need to examine ourselves and our motives behind why we are asking for something from God. What's the motive of your prayer? Are they selfish? Are they greedy? Or do you want something to glorify the Lord. Look at James chapter 4. James chapter 4. Verses 1 to 10. From whence come wars and fightings among you. Come they not hence. Even of your lust that war in your members. Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your own lust. Now, let's go ahead and let's, uh, let's stop right there. Ye ask and receive not. Because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your own loss. Let's examine ourselves. Amen. And some sometimes um, 
we go to God in prayer and we do not believe that God can or will do it. So, could it be, could it be a possibility that the reason God didn't do it or couldn't do it is because of, of our unbelief? Could it be that our unbelief is stopping God from saying yes? So when it comes to prayer, we must have faith and doubt not. We cannot have faith and doubt. Doubt is a lack of faith and faith is a lack of doubt. We must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Amen? And then number three, how do we obtain faith? Faith comes through Jesus Christ in various means. Romans 10, 17 so and faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. If we want our faith to grow, all right, we need to be reading and studying God's word and allowing God to speak to us through his word. Remember, God's word is our our substance and our evidence. And also faith is a spiritual gift. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 9 to 11. To another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy then uh, verse 10, another discerning of spirits to other diverse kind of tongues to another the interpretation of tongues. All right. So. And then verse 11, but all, all these worketh that one and the selfsame spirit dividing to every man severally. As he will. So each person when they when they get saved, alright, they're given a measure of faith. Okay, some more than others. Now it is it is up to you. It is up to you whether or not you want your faith to grow. If you want your faith to grow, exercise your faith. Your faith is like a muscle. If you do not exercise it, it will not grow. 
Yes, well, brother, how can I get my faith to grow? Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to help your faith to grow. But when you ask the Lord to increase your faith, get ready. Stand by. You know, in in the Navy, uh, when we were out at sea, and you know, we were in we were in heavy seas. You know, sometimes we get these really really huge waves. And, and then uh, they would get on, they would get on the uh, the the intercom, and they would say, "Stand by for heavy rolls," meaning that the ship is going to be tossed like this. So you ask the Lord to increase your faith. The Lord is going to allow trials and tribulations to come your way. And you're going to be going like this. Like those ships. But trust God. Trust God and believe God's word. Amen. And allow the Lord to see you through those trials from start to finish. Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you a, a, a story, an illustration about a man that he went climbing up a mountain at night and he kept climbing and climbing and climbing and eventually he fell down the mountain and he kept falling and falling and falling and falling and falling and eventually he was able to grab onto a tree a tree limb and he was hanging there and hanging there and God told him step down off that tree let go of the tree and the man said no I'm not going to let go of this tree if I let go of this tree I'm gonna die and God said let go of the tree the man said no and so he hung there and he hung there and he hung there and he hung there day broke and he looked down and he was this far this far off the ground let's have some faith let's have faith in the Lord He's not going to leave us nor forsake us. Amen. All right. So uh, before I go, 
uh, I want to uh, play a song for you. Uh, it is a, it's a special number, uh, and uh, it's sung at um, Lighthouse Baptist Al-Ain, right, in the UAE. And so I pray that this song is a blessing, and it's entitled, I Talk to Him Today. Because I talk to him today. 
Amen. Now, Jesus Christ, He shed every precious drop of His blood. He died a cruel, horrible death on that cross. He was buried and He rose again the third day. And He is alive forevermore. Never to die again. He's seated at the right hand of God and He is waiting to hear from you. Talk to Him. Tell Him what is on your mind. He said He'd never leave you nor forsake you. And that is a promise. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much uh, for being with me tonight. Thank you for your prayers for me and my family, for the ministry that he's entrusted us with. Until next time, God bless you. Self and serve us with sweet man.